You Can Mentor is a podcast about the power of building relationships with kids from hard places in the name of Jesus. Every episode will help you overcome common mentoring obstacles and give you the confidence you need to invest in the lives of others. You Can Mentor. Zachary Garza Sr. coming to you live on the podcast. I'm with my main man, the murder dog, Stephen Murray. Hello, everyone. Guys, I I just wish you could see Stephen's beard right now. It's looking straight out of Israel or some <laughs> Middle Eastern country. It is thick. Thank you. Thank you. I have been trimming it, but it is definitely thick. I just love it. I just love it. All right, Murdog, tell tell the people at home what we're talking about today. We are finishing our lifelong Followers of Jesus series. This isn't the last time we talk about Jesus or our desire to follow him our entire lives, but we are putting forward one one more practical way that you can help your mentee become a lifelong follower of Jesus, and that's through serving others. We just we believe that the vision for this series is what are the practices that we do, church, worship, prayer, scripture, who are the people we introduce them to who are following Jesus in our community, what perspective are we providing them to live counterculturally, and then how are we helping them live outside of themselves and make an impact in the world they live in by serving others. That is a pretty powerful summary of this series, I would, I would have to say, Zach. Most definitely, Murdog. I also would agree with you. So great job coming up with the series. As, as this Stephen, is all Zach's. As Stephen and I, as Stephen and I have kind of talked about this series, it it has just become more apparent to me just how important all of these things are. And talking about what we were gonna say on this podcast, and we started talking about where serving others pops up in God's work. And I just wanted to read a couple of these verses just to put forth the magnitude of serving others and what the Bible says about that. So the greatest among you shall be your servant. And he sat down and called the 12 and he said to them, if anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. Even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So I, I just think that those are just a couple of verses about serving that shows just how important it is to, as a follower of Jesus, truly be a servant and to put others' needs above your own, to consider others more important than yourself, and just to have an others-focused mindset and how that not only honors the Lord, but in a strange way that doesn't make a ton of sense, that's how you find life and life to the fullest. So let's talk about that, Stephen. Come on, lose your life and you will find it. Man, that's just, it's an upside down kingdom. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, all right, Stephen. So why, why should we serve others? Why should we teach our mentees about this? Why is serving others kind of a foundational principle of being a lifelong follower of Jesus? Yeah. I, I mean, I think the main thing I come back to is that the temptation you find in this world is that everything is about you and that is a, a constant feeling that leads to frustration and unmet expectations of thinking that the world revolves around me 
And so if you can get into a rhythm of decentering yourself intentionally, get your eyes off of yourself and see the needs of others, see that God placed you here for a reason. And it was for his glory and his purposes, which are usually related to people. I mean, God God cares about the climate, sure, but he cares about people more than anything. That was a joke. You were supposed to laugh. Oh, sorry. I, anytime, <laughs> Stephen, anytime you talk about anything, the least bit controversial politics, climate, I don't know what to do. Like, you can't talk about that stuff, man. Golly. God cares about climate change because he cares about people. Oh, man. Uh, Not the other way around. That's... <laughs> Let's just talk about Jesus. This is getting so, weird. So what one, one of the things me and Z did once, I had an elderly couple at my church. Everybody probably has an elderly couple at their church. This couple actually was going through hell. They the the husband had had a stroke and they were halfway through a project building a shed. And I could just I could just tell that it was stressing them out, thinking about the stress of medical bills, hospital visits, and all of this stuff, and then this half-built shed sitting in their backyard. And so I just told Z, I was like, Z, I know nothing about building sheds. I wouldn't trust me like with this at all. But this couple, I can see a need. I'm going to ask them if we can help them. And we showed up. They purchased all of the materials that they needed. I didn't even know what to purchase. So I was glad that they took care of that. And me and Z showed up, and for months, every weekend, we would go out there and literally lumber by lumber. I don't even know if that's a thing. Piece of wood by piece of wood. We we tried to build this thing. And we honestly, it took so long. I could tell that they were getting stressed out, but they also were really encouraged by our presence, just showing up, spending time with them. They'd make us these amazing snacks and give us root beer. And it was just a great opportunity for me and Z to build relationship, but also meet a need because th- this elderly couple, they couldn't get up on a ladder. They couldn't, I mean, hold up this roof and reestablish kind of the the foundation and put in windows. And like when we finished this project, me and me and Z got this picture from them of this shed that was completely built. And we just, at the end of it, we were like, you know, this thing wouldn't exist if we didn't show up, if we didn't, you know, take time out of our week, out of our weekend, where we could be doing a thousand other different things, but we chose to serve. We chose to uh, decenter ourselves and consider someone else. And I, and I think my hope is that, that that sets Zamari up for a life of servitude, a life of looking for opportunities to jump in. Yeah. And I mean, I just think whenever you serve others, there's a number of things that happens. One, you truly do get your eyes off of yourself. And that is what we want for all of our mentees. We we want them to be selfless. We want them to focus on the needs of others before themselves. We want them to be generous, right? But we also want to teach them how, yes, we do need to love others. We do need to love our neighbors, but there's a lot of times where love can look practical. Like you are loving your neighbor by helping them with this shed, right? And it's, it's like faith, if, if you have faith, if you call yourself a follower of Jesus, well, more times than not, that gets played out in deeds, right? That's in James two, I think. But it is like, hey, look, Jesus calls us to love. In this circumstance, this is what love looks like. It looks like opening up a door for someone. It looks like picking up trash, even though it's not yours. It looks like building a shed. It it looks like being observant to other people and what they are going through and proactively being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, even if they haven't asked for help. Right. And man, if, 
if if we can teach our mentees to do that, to look first to the needs of others and then trust that God's going to take care of their own needs, that's a game changer. So that's a great thing. Yeah. Well, and the example of Jesus, who, I mean, he considered himself not to be equal with God. He lowered himself. He humbled himself even to the point of death on a cross. He, the God of the universe decentered himself to make much of others, to make much of us, to love us. And that is the example we're following, is that if, if the God of the universe can humble himself to not take a seat of importance that he rightfully deserves, but choose to be a servant, then that, that affects us. That calls us into a humility of putting others before ourselves and following in his footsteps, which is everything. That's what it means to be a lifelong follower of Jesus, to follow in his footsteps. Yeah, and... and- and so teaching your mentee how, how to get their eyes off of themselves and then to teach them how to focus first on the needs of others, right? That's that Philippians 2, do, do nothing out of conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourself. Look not only to your own, own interests, but also to the interests of others. And it's like that serving others is rooted in humility. Serving others is, is rooted in, in just having having the mind of Christ. And that is such an important thing. And I think for us as mentors, we have to make this happen because I have yet to meet a lot of junior high or high school kids who have come up to me and said, Hey Zach, why don't we go serve others on this fine Saturday afternoon? Right. It's <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. But I think one thing that is so cool They say, for I'm us, hungry. I'm hungry. Give me feed <laughs> <laughs> me. But I think a great opportunity for us as mentors, as, as we do focus first on the needs of others, it, it is, Hey, let's, let's go find out what it feels like to go feed the homeless. Let's go find out what it feels like to volunteer at the local elementary school and to help kids read. Let's go volunteer at this nonprofit. Right. And you, you expose them to different opportunities and you never know which one they will catch, right? I have a friend back in Dallas who works at a homeless shelter because one day, whenever he was a kid, his church youth group went and volunteered there. And he just said, I can't explain it, but my life hasn't ever been the same since. And so you you never know what the Lord has for these kids, for your mentee, and how exposing them to an opportunity to serve might unlock their unlock their giftings, unlock their their purpose in life. Yeah, that's so good. I I mean, I I think this one's challenging because in a way, as a mentor, your mentee should be able to see this in your life, how you are focusing on the needs of others. And as a as a mentor, this is a reflection question for us: is like, how are we humbling ourselves and putting the interests of others before our own? And we are not going to be perfect. <laughs> we all have bills to pay things that we need to get accomplished and we will not always put others before ourselves. And I, I think talking about that and confessing that, but then also finding ways to model, okay, how can I humble myself right now and not just think about me? I I think mentees can pick that up. Yeah. And I think a great way to do this, Stephen, is invite your mentee over to your house for dinner. And if you're married, they they will watch how you serve your spouse. 
They will watch how you speak to your kids. They will watch you clear off the table. They'll watch you do the dishes. More is caught than taught, right? If you are in the car with them and you pass by someone who is asking for food, we'll pull a U-turn, pull into McDonald's, grab a couple of cheeseburgers and go meet someone's tangible needs, right? Like, I believe if you are a follower of Jesus, you're going to be doing these things anyway. So yes, we are challenging you. Hey, go volunteer at a shelter, go volunteer at a nonprofit, but we'll also say, Hey, if you don't have time to do that, you just following Jesus each and every day, you being yourself, that follower of, of Christ more is caught than taught. And I, I promise you, your mentee is, is picking up ways that you're serving in and it might even be something that like doesn't even come to our mind. Right. So, yeah. Well, and I, I mean, there are a thousand opportunities every day to put somebody else before you. And so I'm sorry for inter interrupting Stephen. So here's a great example. Right. I had this professor back in college and every time he was walking on the sidewalk and saw a piece of trash, he picked it up and put it in a trash can. Well, I saw that. We did never have a conversation about that, but I am about to be 40 and I still do that. Every time I see a piece of trash on the sidewalk, I pick it up and put it in my pocket. And it's all because of him. So, so much more Scott than Todd. Yeah. All right, Stephen, let's talk about how to teach a mentee to take what they've been given and to pass it on to others. Yeah, well, I mean, it is the whole... Uh, the whole idea behind mentorship is that we want to give away what we've received. So anything that we've learned, we want to impart. And so, I mean, I, I think that even our last conversation about second Timothy two, two, what you've received from me and trust to faithful men who will teach others that the, the idea of this kingdom principle of freely, you have received freely give that we, we need to impart that as a skill and a discipline of whatever you receive, don't let it end with you, let it begin with you. And so if I learn something, if I read something in a book, I'm going to share it with somebody that I know. And, and I think kids can do this more than you think they can. It's, it's assumed that kids are just supposed to learn, to learn, to learn, but actually teaching and giving actually reinforces more than, than just the, the book smart, the learning. That, that, that is a part of the process. L learning and doing, doing reinforces learning. And so that, that's what I think of when I think of providing help is really how, how are we setting up our mentees to impart what they've received from us? That could be seeing Z teach uh, another boy something that I've taught him and me creating an opportunity for him to share what he's learned. I mean, you can't underestimate the, the power of the little moments where you allow kids to serve. Here, here's an example. Last night at the PTA, I, I shared and one of our boys was there. His mom is on the board of the PTA. And I was like, well, I need to invite him into sharing what, what forerunner is about. And so he recited our forerunner rap that talks about what it means to be a man of God, that we act with responsibility, humility, integrity, leadership, and respect. He got to share all of that stuff. And so he had this opportunity to give away what he's received in program and if, if I'm in a mode where I'm like, well, this is my speaking engagement, this is for me to share, I'll miss that opportunity of what, what this kid can experience in, in giving away what he's received. Man, Steven, I think that's spot on. 
the best mentors open up doors of opportunity to give their mentees experiences that they would never have on their own. So like, I think the PTA would, would never go up to that kid and be like, Hey, would you speak in front of a hundred parents on Thursday night? Right. But they asked you to do that and you use that opportunity to give him experience and to teach him and to get him comfortable on stage and to do all of these things. Right. There's a verse that comes to mind. It's in, I think it's first Peter four, but it talks about as, as you have received a gift, use it to serve other people. And yeah, like we, we want to call out the giftings in our mentees. Hey, you're smart. You're good with people. You're good at math. Da, da, da. But we also, Hey, like, let's talk about the gifts that God has given us and how, how can we use those gifts, whether it's our job or our speaking in engagements or just opportunities, just things that we get to do. How, how can we use those gifts that God has so graciously given to us to serve other people? And I think a conversation needs to be had often about, Hey, look, I am mentoring you because I love you, but I'm also mentoring you because I expect you to pass it on. So I was being discipled by a a guy a couple years back. And after every time we met, he said, who are you going to impart what you just learned from me to? And that's a really good question because we want to make disciples that make disciples that make disciples. And so I think it's okay to create an environment where you are challenging your mentee. Hey, look, I'm investing a lot into you and I'm pouring a ton into you because I believe in you. Now, who are you investing into? Who are you mentoring yourself? And I think that that can be really, really powerful. So that's awesome, buddy. Yeah. Well, and that's uh, just the be- the beauty of mentorship is it it's it's modeling what we want them to do when they when they become adults, and it it isn't always explicit, but I I think I think those opportunities where you make it explicit, where you say, hey, do you know the reason I'm investing my life in you because I know you're going to impart these things to someone else, and I I think there is a responsibility for us to make that an explicit part of what we're going after, because we have to cast that vision. It's going to happen whether we say that or not, but if we do say it, it's going to give them vision in doing it. So. Well, and it's going to give them words to say to their next mentee. Right. Exactly. So, so I, I've got this guy who I work with. He's a total stud and he's 30 married. He's got a couple kids. You talking and, to me? <laughs> no, Steven, you, you were in my previous life, but he came up to me a couple of weeks ago and was like, Hey Zach, do you think that you would be interested in mentoring me? And I was like, Oh heck yeah, man, I would love that. So we sat down for our first conversation this past week and just kind of, Hey, look, man, let's talk about areas that you think that, you know, you, you could, you could grow in and things like that. But after, after we talked about all, all, all that, I said, Hey, look, I just want you to know that whenever we're done here, I'm going to expect you to take everything that I've learned and to go find someone else on staff and invest into them because that's what it's all about. It's about disciples who make disciples. It's about generations being changed and giving um, your mentee the mindset and the framework that you're here to make disciples, right? that you are here to take what you have learned and it doesn't stop with you and that your main job in life is to invest into other people and teach those people how to invest into other people.
I guess that's it for our series, huh, Stephen? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of the, what is it, the great, the great commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And and if we can impart that, that is a lo- lifelong vision for following Jesus, is is doing that. And what is the great commandment? Go and make disciples. So, the great commandment, the great commission, my bad. Yeah, great commission. I got my C words mixed up. But man, well, I, I am personally kind of convicted by this podcast because <laughs> I'm about to go home to be with my wife and kids. And I'm just like, oh man, Lord, give, give me a servant's heart, please, Jesus. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I think all of this stuff is, is beneficial for us to consider because we aspire to be lifelong followers of Jesus. And these, these are practices and conversations that are, we need to have constantly. How are we serving? How, how are we living counterculturally? How are we connecting with community? And how, how are our spiritual disciplines? Like those things, you, you don't get away from those conversations if, if you want to follow Jesus long-term. So. Yeah. yeah, and just like, I love discipling other people. I love being a mentor because it helps me be a good follower of Jesus, right? It helps keep me in the flow of what Jesus has for me, so. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you liked what you heard, please go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Leave us a written review. Share it with your friends, please. We we have 73 five-stars on Apple Podcasts, and it's been that way for like six months. So <laughs> someone make it 74, please. Just that's my only ask today. Go say and, say uh, that Zach told you to do it and then leave five stars. <laughs> go and uh, pick up our book. If you haven't read that, it's called You Can Mentor. Find it on Amazon. And follow Stephen I didn't Murray. write it. It's uh, really good. Zach wrote it. <laughs> and follow Stephen Murray on Instagram so you can see his beard. <laughs> and babies. And beard and babies. But All right. Well, <laughs> if you want to hear words of encouragement, you came to the right place because you can mentor. You can mentor.